Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Stops, and you have made it to episode 47, the very special 2017 Hurricane Irma Two Broke Watch Stops special. What's up, dude? <laughs> it's 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 just the end of the world we're special. Gonna, we're going to die. This is the special about how Kaz dies. It's just because I'm... <laughs> I'm in Orlando right now, and to give any, to, to, I guess to illustrate what's happening is, um, for people who don't know, there's a hurricane. Uh, at the time of you listening to this, I will be in the process of getting the pissed pummeled out of me by this hurricane, because the hurricane's gonna hit here, like, Sunday, Monday-ish. So basically what's happening is this hurricane is just ramming into my penis-shaped state like a dry catheter. It's just, it's just coming in, and it's gonna break a lot of shit. It's going to be pretty interesting. It's cat. It's right now. It's a category four, so I think it's like 155 mile an hour winds. As it hits the state, the wind speed will die down. By the time it gets to me, it's probably going to be a three or still a four. I don't know, but um, but here in Orlando, the mood is pretty. Uh, what's Michael? Is there you're 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 a word person? Is there a word to a greater degree than pandemonium? Um. Isn't pandemonium technically a place? Well, te- I mean, god damn it. I mean, technically, yes, but pandemonium can also be, you know. No, I, I think I think it's no. a pretty good pretty good word. Okay, okay, because it's because the 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 atmosphere here it's very it's very Greek tragedy. I mean, basically, the best way to describe it is you know you know mothers are eating their young. Uh, uh, widows are <laughs> rending their garments in the streets. The sky is weeping for joy at our demise, and God is looking down and laughing at us because because we are all post rapture reprobates, just out of redemption's reach. We're gonna die, guys. It's gonna be pretty cool. There is also a verbal contract in place with EA8 to take my place once I die on the two book watch knobs uh, podcast. So oh, yeah? to show, well, yes, there's a verbal contract between between he and I, he and myself, he and I myself, he he me me, me myself and myself. And it's uh, uh, it's it's a very ironclad, tenuously loose verbal contract. So, uh, EA8, you're gonna have to find a big zero because you can't have mine. <laughs> Taking it to my watery grave with me. But uh, but yeah, so you know the hurricane's coming. We thought it would be a super super fun idea to make the main topic of today's episode uh, the best watch to wear in a hurricane. The best hurricane watches for rich folk. And not so rich folk. So the 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 this is going to be a very very fun episode. A good fun kind of distraction for me because this past week has just been um, a little crazy. It's been crazy with all the hurricane prepping and and everything like that. And just a shout out to so 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 far, fifteen people have signed on for the Rifka project, which is just, I mean, just completely overwhelming to me. The fact that even fifteen people want to come on this journey with me. Uh, and so just a shout out to all you guys. Um, um, I've reached out to all of you. Pretty sure I have to go through my list uh, just to let you know. Communication with me will be a bit delayed or has been a bit delayed because because Armageddon is coming uh, uh, <sighs> to render my state back to nothing but sinews and dust. 
can a state be Stenus and Dust? I don't know. Dust, yes. Stenus, I don't know. But, uh, so yeah, and everyone's understood. So that, I, I, I appreciate that. So huge shout out to everyone that signed up for the 15 folks that have signed up for right so far for Rivka. So that means a lot. But yeah, it's just been, uh, it's just been prepping. You know what I'm not sure about? And you guys can help me with this, Michael. What is the impression of other states in regards to what's happening here? Because, um, I don't know if the rest of the world understands what's happening here. You know, I'm not really sure. Um, Is it on the news over there? Do you watch the news? I don't watch the news. Uh, I'm not really much of a much of a news news person. I I don't even have cable. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, you know, I've, I've been keeping up with it just just because of. You know, family back back in Miami. Yep, that's right. Which is which is looking really bad right now. Dude, Miami's <laughs> Miami. I mean, not to like, not to like make it sound bad, but Miami's gonna get hit bad, man. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty intense. Uh, hopefully, if you so 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 okay. So you're gonna hear us joke a lot about the hurricane this episode, and the reality is, it is a very serious thing. But there's also like, uh, you gotta be, you gotta be rational with it also. The level with with which the media is having people panic about the hurricane is completely disproportionate to what actually needs to happen. So I've lived in the state my whole life. I've been through a bunch of hurricanes. I've been through Hurricane Andrew back in 92, 94. I can't remember what it was. Um, Michael, I think you, I mean you were probably through that too. You, you you were born in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was ninety two. We were both young. Yeah. Um, but it was still still pretty shitty. I I have some very clear memories of that even though i was i was pretty young and it was uh oh, it was yeah. scary last big one was was wilma when i was just kind of starting college and that was like i think maybe like a month without power or, or something like that which yeah. kind of sucks after, yeah. after a while I, I in fort Lauderdale, i think it was the same for about a month we didn't have power i distinctly remember i processed those four weeks without power walking around my home with my parents i wasn't alone at this time in my underwear, just playing dust in the wind on my guitar, basically for 24 hours a day. That's, that's, that's how I processed not having power for that long. I think my parents that was me. That was the month uh, when I listened to Thrice's uh, Visu record oh, nonstop that's, that's for some reason. That's so much better than what I did. That's so, so much better. So I have, a weird, I have a weird association in my brain between those memories and that record. Uh, oh, that's so. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but this yeah this this is beyond hurricane party for some some people i think this it's is a, a very more it's a very serious party. situation yes so i mean you're gonna hear us joke about the hurricane a lot but that's just because i mean we both lived here i mean well, i mean you're not here now but we we've both been through a lot of hurricanes the reality is you have to prep it's really important to prep responsibly prep calmly but at a certain point there's only so much preparations you can do at a certain point, you just got to sit and wait. But that's when, like, watching the news will fuck you up. Because no matter how well prepared you are, you watch the news, they'll make you feel like you haven't prepared enough. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 we're going to joke about the hurricane, but it's not like... It's know, not a joking matter. It's not our, a joking our thoughts, matter. Our thoughts, <laughs> our thoughts are with everyone yeah, in man. the affected areas. Um, but we're just... We're just looking for an excuse to talk watches. <laughs> That's basically it. Every single, like my new biological imperative in life is just to find situations to talk about watches. It's no longer to procreate. It's no longer to find opposite or same gender love. I just want to talk about watches, dude, in whatever capacity I can. And if natural disasters <laughs> is that is my new way to enact my biological imperative of talking about watches, then so be it, you know? 
but it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's interesting. But yeah, no, I'm I'm prepared. My parents are in Fort Lauderdale Beach. They evacuated. They're in a hotel a few a few minutes from here. Um, because Fort Lauderdale is gonna get hit pretty bad too. Basically, it's the coast. If you're on either the west or the east coast, because what's happening is the storm is larger is wider than the state. So it's uh, and the winds forces, from what I understand, are always more are always stronger on the outside. You know. So, like, mm -hmm. it's the coasts that are going to get hit. In Orlando, I'm in the center of the state. So, projections for wind speed that we're going to get, it's like 60 to 90 or 60 to 100 mile per hour winds. So, still it, not fun. You no, know, I'm definitely not going to be outside playing hacky sack during the hurricane. That's not going to happen. But I, 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 no, no I'm not going to do that. I was going to say I will be outside doing story segments. And I said that to my fiance, and she got very mad at me. So, I will be inside, though. I'll be inside doing story segments for Instagram uh, of the hurricane. So um, if you're listening to this on Monday, they'll probably still be live. I might actually still be doing them. I don't know. Because right now we're recording on the only day we have left to record until all shit breaks loose. Uh, it's a Friday. It's a Friday? It's Friday. Yep. It's a Friday. So, happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday, man. But yeah, so uh, uh, um, we thought it would be fun to center the episode around the best watch to wear in the hurricane. If you were uh, 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 hard on cash, strapped for cash because you bought water and batteries like you're supposed to, or if you're just if you just have Richard Branson money, didn't his home get destroyed in the hurricane? Richard Branson was. Um, he has like a. I'm not sure. Well, it's an island, right? He's, yeah. He's on an island in the Bahamas. Yeah. And he was just kind of hanging out in, in his wine cellar, from from what I understand, with, with like interns or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably playing weird survival sex games i'm sh i'm um, sure i'm i'm sure there were beautiful naked interns playing like strip <laughs> uno or whatever you do in the hurricane i don't even know if you can play uh, strip uno i don't know if that's possible <laughs> me neither strip connect four uh, i would i would be down this place played strip connect four tonight that sounds incredible you know what i mean <laughs> oh boy so is it a good time for the for the wrist check, or do we have anything else to kind of uh, bookmark before starting? <sighs> we made three thousand followers. How we about, did. How about that? We made three thousand followers on Instagram. Um, it's incredible the fact that um, people are still finding the show. People are still really liking the show. We've had listeners who've been listening to us like since day one. We've had followers on Instagram since before we started doing a podcast. And and they're still listening in. It's just it's super super incredible. So the fact that we made three thousand followers, it's a huge huge milestone for us. It's a huge point of achievement. In addition to that, Michael, do you know what that means? Another giveaway. We're gonna we're doing another giveaway. <laughs> we're doing another giveaway. Get ready for the two broke watch snobs. Two or God, I'm still I'm still in the two thousand follower giveaway. Get ready for the two broke watch snobs three thousand follower giveaway. Um, we're giving away a really, really cool watch this time. I'm not going to say what it is, but I will tease it. Can I tease it a little bit without giving too much away, Michael? Is that cool? You can. You can tease it. It's not a Seiko. Mm -hmm. What else is it not? It's not an Orient. It's not, it's a, not an Orient. It's not a Richard Meal. What else is it not? It's not 40 millimeters. It's not 40 millimeters. 
Huh? It's be- it's below that. It's below. Oh yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good to clarify that. Now forty millimeters. It's fifty millimeters. No, it's below. <laughs> it's under. <laughs> it's under. Uh, it's more than forty millimeters. It's uh, it's really really cool. More details to come. So that's just our way of giving back to you guys for liking the show, sticking with the show, writing uh, to us all the time. Oh yes, you just reminded me also, Michael. Um, huge shout out to everyone that. So a lot of you guys know that I live in Orlando. This past week, I've just been flooded with emails. Um, I've been D- just getting DMs constantly uh, on Rivka, on my Rivka feed and on the Tuberg Washops feed of just people checking in on me. People saying like, hey man, best wishes. Hey man, prayers with you. Make sure you're prepared. You know, all that stuff. Just to give you guys an idea of how impactful that is on me, you checked on me before my parents. All right. <laughs> I mean, not that my parents like me very much, but you would think the people that had some sort of disgusting hand in bringing you into this world, kicking and screaming, would want to see how you were doing uh, uh, in all of this, you know, Michigan and all of this fucking hurricane garbage. You know what I mean? So, so huge thank you. I mean, there's not enough time for me to, to shout out to everyone and thank everyone, but like a huge thank you to everyone that's just kind of. I mean, basically checked on me. That's huge. You know, that uh, that makes me feel wanted, which is another indication that things are going well in my life, which again, Michael, is another indication that something's got to go wrong. I said that last episode. I said last well, episode. A hurricane is happening. Oh That's my God, bad. you're so right. You're so right. It's an act of God. It's an act of God <laughs> to slap me back down. All seesaws come down, Michael. That's the rule. You know? It's okay. You can, you can make it through. It'll be fine. It's going to be interesting. I got plenty of wine and... Uh, my fiance said like, oh, hey, I got all, we have enough food, but like, can you go out and just make sure you get like extra provisions? I just bought wine and Oreos. I got four bottles of wine and two boxes of Oreos. Those are my extra provisions. I, I mean, that's, that's really all you need. Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so, um, yeah, huge shout out to everyone from, for the 3k follower, Mark, everyone that followed us. Huge shout out to everyone that reached out to me, you know, during all this hurricane preparation to make sure I was okay. That really means a lot. Um, should we jump into the wrist check? Let's jump in. All right, you, you go first. I've been talking way too much. It's all good. I'm excited about mine today. Okay. Um, I haven't worn it in a while. It's the it's just the, the Orient Mako on a... That's uh, such a cool watch. Good hurricane watch, if you will. It is. It is, nah. Well, here's the so? thing about this watch. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the Mako. It was my first watch. Right. Um, still keeps pretty <clears throat> good time. Uh, it, it loses. It loses a bit day to day. It might be time for a service. Um, okay. The bezel on this thing is dead. <laughs> like just totally dead. I, I, I think it was the first review that that um I did on our site mm-hmm. and um. And I mentioned that the bezel was the weakest point of the Orient Mako, and it was supposed to get better uh, as the years went by, but it's it's just gotten worse. And I don't know if something jammed in there. Um, so it's 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 the issue is that it's not moving, it's not turning anymore, it's stuck, it's like seized dude, up. Dude, it's like it's a it's a forearm like workout to like <laughs> to turn that thing. Um, and it's just it's re- it's not really grippy, it's very slippery, but um. Huh. You know, it's. I just know that I'm not going to be using it when I'm wearing this watch. <laughs> but it's a nice watch. I'm. I'm. I'm still very happy every time I put it on. the The proportions are great. Um, besides something like an Omega Speedmaster, I think this watch got 42 millimeters as right as yeah. you possibly can. Nice. 
Um, and there's just like there's that weird extra crown at two o'clock for <laughs> for the day of the week, which is just so strange. I I, I can't. I can't really understand why they went with that. I but. think I think I might have talked about it on air. So the movement in that watch, it's based off of the Seiko. Oh man, I forgot it. It's not the seven zero zero two or no. I think it's like the Seiko seven S six two some shit like that. It's based off the Seiko movement that or um, that 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 Orient purchased the rights to when they first sort of started or when they first sort of changed their name in the sixties or seventies. And so basically, what happened was. For decades, every Orient movement was based off of that Seiko movement, and it was easier for them mm. to just put in the date change module with the button as opposed to trying to integrate it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. That so, makes sense. So you'll see older Orients with that button because it's basically the Seiko movement with the, the date, the quick change date function module kind of added on there. The newer ones um, that you, we've been seeing the past year or two, like the new Mako Orient 2s, they have, um, it's that's an in-house movement. It's not. Uh, it doesn't have that button or anything like that. Those are very, very cool. So yeah, that's why. Um, that's why it's on there. It, it's definitely quirky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I would rather have yeah. that quick set than to to not have it. Yeah, great, great watch. Crappy bezel. Um, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful blue dial. Yeah. Um, do you big think sword hands? Do you think it's possible when you get the watch serviced, you can have the tech? look at the bezel because maybe there's just like a like a popcorn kernel stuck in there or like like lint stuck <laughs> in there or something probably you know i'm not much of a i'm not much of a popcorn guy um <laughs> my my wife is maybe it's her fault <laughs> that's so funny but, but dude becky loves popcorn is, is popcorn like a girl thing i think it's a girl thing dude nor honey i'm sorry that i'm saying this on the air for all the people but she can eat like a bucket of popcorn <laughs> Um, and just not even, not even understand that she did. It's like a trance. Well, because the thing um, is, because popcorn's like 90% air. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. And, it, you know, if you don't butter and salt it up, it's actually a pretty healthy snack, I guess. Not, not the unhealthiest snack, I suppose. Maybe but, we, uh, maybe we should eat more, more popcorn. Maybe we should. I'll, I'll, I'll make some popcorn as the storm is passing over, overhead for you. Um, and I'll, I'll watch it on the computer. Make, make popcorn as, as an homage to my watery grave. <laughs> I want like a popcorn eternal flame to my watery tomb here in celebration. You know what I mean? Oh man. But yeah, maybe, maybe popcorn messed up the bezel on this Mako. It's, um, it's not ISO rated, um, as okay. a diver. So I know that, I know that really matters to some people. Um, you know, if you haven't read the review or heard back on older episodes uh this was the first watch that i ever kind of decided to buy um when i first got into watches again um got rid of the bracelet yeah uh, I, th I think i sold it for like 10 bucks <laughs> i don't know why i did that but it was a pretty bad bracelet anyways right i think that's a thing uh, with like with like um orients under the two three hundred dollar mark they save money with the crummy bracelets. My, my Orient Christmas Chrono, it's a limited edition. They only made a thousand. It only cost me 200, 230 bucks. The bracelets just, mm. the, the, the bracelets just, it's just, it's just full of, it's just full of garbage. It's just, yeah. it literally looks like they forged it out of like a paint can forge with like refuse, like, like bean cans. Like it's a <laughs> shitty, shitty feeling bracelet. So I hear you on that. And this is, it's a pretty thin diver. So uh, nice. although the, the NATO adds some extra thickness, which I've been more, um, 
aware of lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't pop up too much. So so I really I really like how slim this is compared <clears throat> to uh, something like an SKX. A lot of people will will kind of steer you to the SKX versus Mako. Uh, argument when you're first getting into watches and if you're if you're into something a little thinner i'd I'd go with the mako because that's probably one of its um one of its more attractive uh, traits how yeah. thin it is and the thing is the reality is that i feel like that argument that distinction does exist you know the orient mako versus the seiko skx thing but the thing is it's i mean they're different watches I would steer more towards the orient if you were looking for a dive watch you could dress up I feel like with those sword hands and the way the watch is kind of proportioned as being thinner and the way it just looks stylistically, you could put on like a leather strap or keep it on the bracelet and it will work, I, I, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the Seiko SKX has like um, a more like rugged 80s action vibe that's a bit harder uh, to dress up. Like, what do you think yeah, that's of that? A, that's a good way to look at it. It's, it's actually super 80s looking oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah there's no getting around it um if the skx yeah. had a had a haircut it would be a mullet and it would rock it it would look really really good until you take it took a step back and you'd be like it's got a mullet on you know <laughs> yeah the the orient can be dressed up a little bit more than, than an skx i think mm-hmm. uh, but that's that's what i'm wearing um i don't know what compelled me to pull it out of the box today but that's uh that's what I have, and I'm enjoying it. How about yes. you? Uh, we we were probably uh, in sync, and we were probably uh, uh, in sync like the band with our brainwaves because you put on, you were compelled to put on like a, I mean like you know a fairly rugged in my opinion like a like a like a good sturdy dive watch even though I wouldn't like climb Machu Picchu with it but I would definitely wash dishes with it. I also wearing a dive watch because I was compelled to because. You know, there's a hurricane coming, so I'm so today I'm and today and for the duration of a hurricane. <laughs> Let it be known, I'm wearing my Seiko Sumo um, SBDC-033, the Blumo on rubber. I still have it on the Seiko rubber, um, and it's fucking fantastic. And sort of answer so answers people's questions, because I'm not sure if I clarified this um, the last time I talked about it. This strap is 22 millimeters. This watch is not. Uh, I just have it squeezed on here. Like, I just, mm. I have it squeezed on here, like, 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 it's just, it's just, it's just like, I just have it squished on there, and it works because the rubber strap, you know, it's not going to meet any resistance for that extra millimeter or two, whatever the hell it ends up being, you know. So, still, still looks good. It doesn't look like you're forcing it out. No, of course it not. Still it looks it, nice. It looks awesome. Like I'm, I don't know how I never did this before. You know what I mean? Mm. So uh, I have it on there right now. I'm planning on wearing this for the duration of the hurricane because I'm anticipating. Um, you know, obviously lots of rain. Uh, if the situation does occur where we have to quickly evacuate and bug out of our apartment, I don't want to have to worry about the big zero being being on my wrist, which will just <laughs> which will just melt. It's the big zero if I wore it in a hurricane. It would literally melt and render. Just it would just de demolecularize on my wrist. It would just go away. You know, it'd be gone. You don't, you don't want to hurricane test the sumo like like chain it to to the balcony outside or something. See what happens. <laughs> Kind of like that Seiko, that Seiko video where they like tied a bunch of tunas to like a, a submarine, <laughs> and they went down like five thousand meters. Jesus, were the watches okay? Yeah, the watches were okay. So I think it was like I don't know, I don't know how deep it was, but I know they tested like two or three thousand meters beyond you know what was printed on the dial. 
Wow. And they still they still worked. I think one was quartz, one was um an automatic and what happened was the uh the hands they just stop. Like the, you you see the second's hand just stop okay. on both of the watches. And that's when they're like, "Okay, let's pull them back up." <laughs> but you have to understand that this happened like 2 to 3000 meters beyond what the watch is rated for. These are also um, depths that I don't think any human would survive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think your brain yeah, your, would get squished out of your divers, ears. You know? Yeah, your average recreational diver is probably at like 30 meters for the most part, um, from what I understand. Yeah. 30 meters, that's like 100 feet. Oh, don't tell me about math. I don't is know. It? <laughs> don't, don't tell me about math, Dad. But yeah, no, I, uh, uh, I, you know what I would love to do? I can't do it for this hurricane, but I would love, I would love to hurricane test this watch. I would like, I would tie it to my balcony or I would tie it to a pole. But in addition, I would either fix a GoPro on it or I would have a GoPro stationed 10 uh, or 5 feet away from it, keeping an eye on the watch. And I would, I would like just publish that content on the site. That would be so cool. L- like. Live stream, live stream sumo hurricane test <laughs> I, or I could live stream it that would that, that you know seiko sumo versus irma you know what i mean or versus whoever the fuck it is uh to also clarify there are other two hur- there are two other hurricanes coming um uh, after this one so i might have the chance to hurricane test the watch if i don't get killed in this one yeah yeah one is one is uh around the gulf uh, i think and the other is like southern mid-atlantic i think something like that i just i know the other one is named jose and i don't know what the other one's name is yet so mm-hmm. if 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 irma doesn't skull fuck me in his submission jose is gonna well this this is we were talking about this too um there's other stuff going on that would kind of warrant a discussion about doomsday watches it's the end of the world i mean there's there's no more dancing around it i wasn't joking when i said that we're post-rapture reprobates it's over all right all the faithful have been saved it's just us jerks left and we're looking forward to seven years being tortured with all this shit that's just what it is guys you're welcome (laughs) welcome to the podcast like this it's definitely i mean yeah what in addition to this there was also a solar flare there's a solar flare you said yeah there was a solar flare which which from from what i understand is kind of setting off a geomagnetic storm that kind of messes with a lot of um you know navigation equipment electrical for, uh, stuff yeah yeah <laughs> you know the, the the big issue is like the air traffic infrastructure uh you know nav aids and stuff that pilots use so that's that's not fun uh big earthquake in mexico uh that's that one's actually kind of sad i thought that was a typo when i saw magnitude eight um yeah that's that's that that's a ridiculously high uh, on the on like the earthquake earth, earth cake oh my god earthquake sounds delicious right now oh my god who girl just a touch just a touch of dirt <laughs> it helps to build up the natural immunity if you eat a little bit of earth a little bit of earth in your in your cake you know what i'm saying so they just they just they just sprinkle a little bit of, a little bit of whatever natural soil uh, uh you want to develop an immunity to um from what I understand, eight is like super strong on like the earthquake Richter scale. Like, right? I don't know. I'm not like a seismologist. 
Well, when when the bros over over in the North Korea tested their hydrogen bomb uh, not too long ago, that was a six point three. We're gonna on die. The scale. So we're gonna to, give you, to give you an idea. Okay, um, so EA eight gonna replace me. Who's gonna replace you? I don't know. Um, you can get PS Dance on. You can get PS Dance to replace you. How fucking yeah, because- hol- how hilarious and meta of a show would that be? One episode, <laughs> it just starts and it's them. <laughs> there's no explanation they just carry on as if it's like a normal show and then it ends and then the next week we're back no explanation we don't acknowledge that it happened how awesome would that be <laughs> it's it's possible here everything is on fire so california yes oregon <laughs> washington montana all on fire i haven't seen the sun in like a week um there's smoke and ash everywhere which which adds to the kind of apocalyptic feel when you're like waiting for your coffee and there's like ash in your hair um (laughs) you know just another day in the office i feel i feel a little cheated because you know summer's ending and and we're not going to see the sun here in seattle for a very long time um so here's the question i'm sorry no, 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 yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> Would you rather die, so so apocalyptic scenarios, pop quiz, hop shot, hot, hot, hop, hop shot? If hop shot's <laughs> not the name of a beer, it needs to be. Pop quiz, hop okay. shot. Would you rather die in a, like, a, 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 a brush fire, like the fires you're talking about where you are, or would you rather die uh, in a hurricane scenario here, like I'm what I'm, what I'm dealing with? Um... You know, I'm not sure because statistically, with the hurricanes, isn't it isn't it more uh, more of an issue after it has passed? You know, like people like jumping into standing water where there's like a like a power line or something. Yes, the big um, the big dangers with the hurricane um, is uh, wind and post debris. So wind in the moment, you know what I mean? Like no one no one's gonna drown unless they trip and fall into a puddle, or unless you get serious serious flooding. But it is extremely likely for, you know, wind to knock something into you or wind to knock you down or debris to hit you. In addition to that, afterwards, yeah, you know, uh, down power lines falling into water sources and carrying electric currents and shocking people. It happens. I think it's already happened in this hurricane, technically. Someone in one of the I islands. Might, I, might take, I might take the fires just because it's more metal. Um, it's more metal. I'm, I'm wondering how cool my, my watch will look uh, when they recover it from my corpse <laughs> well that depends what watch you're wearing um Should i mean a burned up speedmaster could look pretty cool with uh, like a melted be, has a light crystal that would be so metal that would be so <laughs> fucking metal dude my so every every uh, big event in my life has a soundtrack so like a cd i really fixated on and this 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 the soundtrack for the hurt for hurricane irma is um is uh, the silverstein new album or re- latest album the uh, silverstein uh dead reflections dead yeah, Dead Reflections, or whatever it's called. Really, really cool. So if they could recover, your your charred has to like Crystal Speedmaster <laughs> while listening to, like, that, that'd be so cool. My, my soundtrack for the wildfires here uh, has been Axe to Fall by Converge. Oh, that's Great so record. funny. You were talking about them <laughs> when I mentioned the Silverstein album to you. I still, I still have to sit down and, like, listen to Converge. Yeah, great band. Great it's, it's, band. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think they're from Boston. Um, Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Becky hates when I do the Boston voice because she's from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. I keep I keep asking why she didn't take me out for some lobster rolls and some baked beans, and she gets very upset with me. <laughs> I wish I could do that accent. I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm really I'm not cool enough. Dude, you just gotta watch Goodwill Hunting. Everything <laughs> I've learned about accents, I have learned from films. Goodwill hunting is the cornerstone of my Massachusetts accent. And apparently, according to Becky, it's not a Massachusetts, Massachusetts accent that I'm doing. I'm doing a Maine accent. I don't. I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't. I, I. I'm calling bullshit. I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. It sounds like a Boston <laughs> accent to me. Lobster roll, lobster roll, and, and Boston baked beans. God, I hope she doesn't hear this. She's, she's we we don't want to. We don't want to upset any Boston listeners. Dude, if you're from Boston and I'm doing the accent wrong, like let me know. The thing is, my fiance, she's from Massachusetts, but she's not from Boston. She's from Chelmsford and like Lowell. They don't have accents there. They're in the suburbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like me living in Fort Lauderdale and telling people I'm from Miami. It's like, dude, no, you're not. You're from Fort Lauderdale. You know what I mean? <laughs> your your life is in South Beach and the people mover. It's fucking Aruba Cafe and Quarter Deck. Don't lie to me. You know? <laughs> oh man, that's what it is, man. So- so the world, the world is ending. The world is ending, dude. Um, We're fucked. We're triple fried. The world fucked. is ending. People, people are looting. I suppose there it's are. Gonna, it's gonna happen. I was in a Walgreens earlier, and it looked like it was gonna get pretty weird because the credit card system went down. People, people are very quick to turn into just dogs, just just ravenous, just just freaking out dogs and just animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, people say it's like what is it? Three, three, three meals away. Three missed meals away from from turning into like an animal. I, th- I think it's I think it's less I think it's less than that. I think it's a I think it's a down credit card system. If it was three <laughs> meals, I should have turned to an animal in grad school because I missed a lot of meals in grad school, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but no, I I I don't know what it. But I I, I it's just incredible. The problem is it's, it's mass hysteria, man. Like it's you know what I'm saying? It's just it's the biggest danger during these types of events is not the actual event; it's the people. It's the reaction of those around you because you could do you could do everything right. You could prepare, you could plan, you could have a you could have a contingency strategy, you could have everything mapped up you want to do. But in the process of enacting one of your own plans, someone else panicking could kill you. You know what I mean? That's what annoys me. That's why I wish I lived in the mountains as a doomsday prepper with my cats and my fiance. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna trade in my entire watch collection for uh, prepper supplies. What do you think? I've already sold my watch collection to buy groceries, man. <laughs> I've, I've, I've blown my prepping prop, my, my, my prepping wad. I, I, got, I got no money to, I, I could sell my groceries. Actually, selling groceries during the hurricane might not be a bad idea. People want food when there's no food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right after we're done recording, you should kind of just stand on the street corner and see if you can sell some, <laughs> some ballpark francs for... I don't know, 400% profit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the green, baby. But yeah, I, it's just, <laughs> the idea of like living in the woods or just some something where it's just self-sustaining is just very, it's always been very perspective to me. I don't like people. I don't like crowds. I don't like loud noises. I don't like any of that stuff. And it's just the hurricane accentuates all those things I don't like with the added prospect of, of, of sweet death. You know what I'm saying? So... Doomsday Prepping seems pretty. I used to love that show. You remember that show? Yeah, I, I wasted a lot of a lot of long hours on that show. <laughs> show is so good, man. So entertaining. But um, but yeah. So back to the wrist check. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, I am wearing the Seiko Sumo. It's my hurricane watch. 
Look forward to me doing some story segments and potentially some photography with the watch in conjunction with the hurricane. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to do anything dangerous. I'm not going to go out there. Don't worry. But some maybe some loom shots inside when the hurricane hits from the window. And then afterwards, one of my favorite pastimes growing up in this state has just been walking around after hurricanes and looking for funny names, street signs. And when I was a kid, so any okay, so anybody from South Florida or Boca Raton, you know what I'm talking about. There was a road near FAU, near the Boca Town Center, called Butts Road. B-U-T-T-S yep. Road. <laughs> Every time a hurricane hit, when I had the ability to, I would go and see if that sign fell. And that shit never fell. Held together by the collective will of every single easily offended old person in Boca Raton. That street sign never fucking fell. So I'm going to look for funny street signs after Irma. Hopefully she knocks a couple loose for me. You know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a stop sign after Wilma. Nice. I don't know what happened to it, though. Um, if it's anything like the contraband that I had uh, confiscated during hurricanes, you're, you're, you're dead. Just threw it away. <laughs> I, th- I think you did. <laughs> There's like a sticker behind those that tells you it's like a $500 fine. If, uh, oh, yeah, you just take the sticker off, dude. You just, you, it just, it, it just comes right off. Just, just peel it off, <laughs> or, you, or you just spray paint over it. If you don't see, it's not illegal. That's true. That's what I learned. <laughs> That's what I learned in, in legal, le, you know, legal school, or whatever it's called. So then, technically, technically, you've chosen the sumo as as a good <clears throat> doomsday watch. I mean, that's the case. So watches that I own. Uh, the sumo, I think, is probably one of the stronger candidates. It's not the ideal candidate. Um, my uh, Christmas chronograph is up there just because of the solar function, the solar solar power quartz function, you know? Right, um, yeah. In a doomsday scenario, that is something that is, is fairly invaluable in addition to the fact that it has a chronograph. So if I know five minutes of like uh, exposure to radiation will render me sterile, but I have to cross like an irradiated lake, I can set my chronograph and make sure I'm only in that water for five <laughs> minutes. Like those types of like, you know, I've, I've played a lot of Fallout in my time, so I don't know how, I have no idea. My, my benchmark for how radiation works is video games, guys. It's, that's basically having your benchmark for sex be porn. Not how it works. <laughs> it is not, yeah. there is no camera during actual sex. It's a lot more yeah. self-consciousness and fumbling, all right? It's it's uh, I think it's about the amount of exposure you get over a certain period of time. Okay. I used to I used to work in nuclear medicine at a kids hospital. And we had these we had these little kind of um, these little medallions that we had to clip on our badges to track how much radiation we've been exposed to um, in like a month long period. And uh there was one time where I was apparently exposed to too much. And then the good thing is I got sent home and I wasn't allowed to come back after I guess I pissed it all out. I don't know how that works. So you heard it here, folks. If you want to miss work, just irradiate your gonads and you will. Yeah. They'll, they'll tell you to go home. <laughs> That's a free day off, man. That's intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I, I, I watches I own, those two are um, the contenders. I actually, so I, I, I'm staring at them right now. I might also try and do some hurricane content with the Gavox Avi Diver because I still have the review unit. Um, after oh yeah, uh, you right. had it for a little while, and then Michael Happy was more than happy. That's funny to send it uh, my way, so I could spend some time with it. So I'm still here with it. So I might try and do some fun content. I think Michael 
over at Gavox Watches would appreciate that. Just kind of like some Hurricane uh, Irma, Gavox Avi Dyer, Avi Diver, Avi Dyer. Mm, there you go, Freudian slip. <sighs> Gavox Avi Diver um, post hurricane, you know, fun wrist time. So it's a sweet watch, man. That that it's, it's a really really cool watch. The dog likes it too. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. So yeah, that's. We're in the sumo right now. Might swap out for the Avidiver, the Gavox Avidiver. Um, check out Michael's review of the Avidiver on Two Watch Nods if you haven't already. Really fun micro brand if you haven't heard of them. Really, really cool stuff. Um, we did an interview with Michael Happy, the uh, uh, owner and designer, operator, everything. Guy in charge of the fucking brand. Um, really great guy to have in the air. So um, if you've never heard of Gavox, check out the episode. Check out the website. You'll see the links on our website and check out the review. Uh, should we jump into the actual <laughs> main topic? Doomsday yeah, slash yeah. hurricane watches. The 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 fire truck going by is is a perfect time. <laughs> Sorry, about I thought that. it was one of those soundboards. I thought you finally took the, took took the plunge, and like you're gonna. No, have... I, I only I only know about one soundboard on the internet, and that is the Arnold soundboard. Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. We should get we should get one of like funny sounds like springs like. Boing. <laughs> And just like and just like randomly do it, just be like, oh, I was walking down the street the other day. It's just like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so okay, the sumo, the sumo is one. The sumo is one. Um, it's, it's not one I had on my list, but of the watches I own, I put the sumo on there. But you 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 tell me one off of uh off of the list that you would you would put together. Cause I, I'm I'm curious. Cause I, I will tell you right now, I made an overt effort to not choose a G Shock. I have I have a G-Shock on my list. It's okay. not it's not like um it's not a traditional G-Shock. It's actually one of the master of G G-Shocks. Oh um, shit. Okay. That's like the top yeah, the top level. It's one of I think it's the top level before you get into like those hammer tone ones like <laughs> where they're like <laughs> some guys like hammering the metal. Um, right. <laughs> And they're like ten thousand dollars or something. But of course, uh, no. This right. this one is the Casio G Shock Master of G Golf Master, and the uh, the reference is um, GWNQ one thousand one A. Um, and I'll be totally transparent. I don't totally know what it does. I know it's it's one of those uh, barometer compass altimeter temperature watches but it also has depth what the fuck's a barometer uh uh, so atmospheric pressure um so you can kind of oh okay god i'm so sorry watch family so if you if you went out there uh right now you'd probably notice a drop in pressure because you have a massive storm coming your way i'm not going and that's kind of (laughs) that's kind of at the root of any sort of uh, convective activity is that that drop in pressure so that's that's why they have those um that's why they have those on watches you know it's good if you're on a hike or something you want to know if there's a a storm coming um so, so am that's, i that's am i looking at I the picked. right one here is this black with white markers it's like a it's black with white markers but it has it has a pr- really pretty like big blue uh bezel master it. master um, g g w what was it n q 1000 dash 1a um and i think there's like it's like an analog digital display there's like an lcd i don't know if it's lcd there's like a little screen under 12 o'clock oh this Um, thing is pretty cool actually wow i have never heard of this this. it's like a really big 
just fucking cool like g-shock and really? i don't i don't know i don't know if this has something to do with it they have like a promotional video about this watch on their youtube channel and it's like this guy that's been like a like a lobster fisherman for like this is the watch like, yes i remember <laughs> that, was a, like good, that was a good accent by the way that was a good accent you're proud of that <laughs> thank you thank you yeah he's just <laughs> he's been wearing it on like his on his boat like forever and uh, it just looks cool you know i, I saw the watch and i was like man I, I wish i could pull off um a watch that that's that at that size but um how big is this watch oh man it's got to be like 50 something full full details huh? that's 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 a whole lot of not yet not helpful this looks like the watch that they would issue out to terran marines from starcraft i don't know if you played <laughs> starcraft no but this no. looks exactly like the watch it's terror, 40 terror it's 48 millimeters wide um but the lug oh no yeah lug to lug is 57.3 millimeters and 17 millimeters Fuck thick my mouth that is a big watch <laughs> that is a big fucking watch and it weighs 152 grams is that, is that a lot of grams how much is one gram in pounds I don't, <laughs> I don't know how much one gram is in pounds <laughs> i can't tell you my my wife is shaking her head she's like i don't even know that <laughs> this is what happens when you send your kids to school in america guys all right i have no idea what the fuck a gram is when i hear gram i think oh it's just like a like one like a granule of salt as if a granule of salt weighs the same as a granule of, of sugar i don't think that's how it works I just want to clarify. I'll do the, I don't think that's how it works. But this is a cool watch, man. This is definitely. And the thing is, when you were talking about it, I thought it was gonna be like a like like a four or five thousand dollar watch. I have it here on a website. I I think this is gray market. I don't know. It's five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Retail is eight fifty. So that's okay. that's like that's like the price. But you know, you won't find it like that if you go for for Amazon or something. But you know, if you're I don't know. Some some dudes are are just bigger, and they can they can pull something like this off. Sure. Uh, I mean, if you're like a thick forearm lobster fisherman, then yeah, you could probably <laughs> you, could, you could probably wear this fucking watch. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So that that's kind of that's kind of my first pick. It's it's one of the watches that just first popped into my mind when we sort of talked about doing this. Um, I totally so, forgot about this watch, but I remember I remember that 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 that, that like video segment of that fisherman with this fucking what a strange thing for casio to do like who are they trying to corner the niche on lobster fishermen like that's a very segmented market like i can't imagine uh, just just <laughs> dudes that want like a tough watch and they and they don't want to go with the g-shock that they find at target you know yeah true that true that so there's there's that um what else is on your list well, on my list is actually uh, I'm going through. I'm trying to. I want to pick something. I want to pick fun stuff. Um, I do have a Seiko on here, but I'm only going to talk about it if there's time. Um, I'm going to pick a watch that we have reviewed, or that you have reviewed. I think okay. a really good watch for this hurricane, for the Doom situation, would be that um, this 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 Miliata Q series Urban Commando. Oh yeah, I think that yeah, would be fucking. True. I was read. I was. I was. I was. I was reading the review. I was looking at the watch on the website and I'm like, dude, this thing would be fucking sick because you can, the way, the way the actual like chapter ring for the 24 hour GMT function is kind of like made, you can use it as a compass, right? It's yeah, you can use it as a compass and That's it's also crazy. like, 
it's also technically upside down. Yes, to give yes. you to give you a reference for sunrise and sunset. So like um, like yeah. the, they explain it on the website. Come on! Oh come on! Embarrass me in front of my friends. I I fucking hate, <laughs> I hate my phone, dude. I'm gonna preparation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna batter and deep fry the fuck out of this thing as soon as I don't need it after the hurricane. Oh. <laughs> damn, damn, my family's calling me. Should probably answer, but eh, they're fine. The hurricane's not here; they're fine. But um, but yeah. So like the way uh, I feel like I call horrible sun. The way the watch compass works is I think you point the GMT hand at the sun, and then like a corresponding element on the dial will tell you where south or north is right yeah there there are a lot of different ways to use the um the compass on a watch mm -hmm. I, I i don't really know how okay so, so to use the gmt hand as a compass in the northern hemisphere of which michael you, we, we are in right i have no idea how's that work yes okay uh, lay the watch down flat with the GMT hand pointing directly in line with the sun. The 12 o'clock mark on the watch will be pointing south. That's fucking aw That's awesome. You know what I mean? In a doomsday scenario where I could potentially be... So the thing is, um, people are like, oh, this doomsday scenario, I'll be fine if I'm in my neighborhood. Dude, if your neighborhood gets fucking destroyed and then flooded, you're going to lose landmarks. You're going to use clear roads. You're going to lose the way, like, like the ability to walk in a straight line efficiently. Having a compass to actually figure out what direction you're going in. Because if you don't know exactly where the road is leading, but you know there's, like, a storm shelter or the high school gymnasium that is next to this road and that road is south because that road on the other end goes east. Like, those kinds of weird, like, daily commute directions. The only way I can reference myself anymore. If you know that mm -hmm. south is where you need to go... The watch can help you, man. You know what I mean? It's quartz, it's GMT function. In addition to that, the crown is designed to not dig in your hand when you're firing a gun. So if you had to shoot at looters, you can do it comfortably. <laughs> you can do it That's comfortably. True. You know what I'm saying? You can defend your own while finding your way efficiently and 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 I had a great I a great value. How much how much is this watch? I forgot. I forgot to. Um it's really it's not that much. I think I think it was under 500 actually. Oh yeah, yeah, easily, 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 easily. Really really cool. And and the thing is in addition to that, it's it's quartz so it's reliable. It's just a you know, I I feel like it's a good watch. It's a good watch not just for, you know, the hurricane or doomsday, but just like in general if you're looking for a fun micro brand watch that was um that you could take anywhere with you basically. So it's just that, that that's whoops as i hit my computer fuck jesus that's one <laughs> of the watches that i feel like would be very very cool to have that i would feel confident having in like a doomsday post hurricane situation you know what i'm saying yeah it's got a really uh nice i guess tough guy look to it also yeah um, yeah you it's, know it's some, some guys are more into the tactical look yes right? yeah this that definitely has the tactical vibe to it and it comes on a toxic nato for what that's worth which is pretty badass Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. But what um, uh, I'm interested to hear. So, would you categorize? So, for me, the Miliata or Hyper State, I categorize that as an affordable watch. Would you categorize the G-Shock that you were talking about, the Master of G, as an affordable watch? I, I think so. I think I think if you factor in like st street price, um, I have I have a total rich guy 
option. I would love. I would love to hear about it. I would love to hear it. So it would be the um, the latest version of the Brightling Emergency. We picked the same watch. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> this is awesome. That must mean it's a great watch. Yes, tell me. I'm, tell I'm me. Sorry. No, this is incredible. This is perfect. Our minds, our minds are linked, Michael. It's it's fact. Maybe now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tell me. So tell the people at home about the Bradley Emergency, the new one. I don't know. I don't know what price you landed on, but the source that I have uh, prices these between fifteen thousand eight hundred and twenty-five to eighteen thousand seven hundred forty-five. So that's the is it, is it the black titanium one? Yeah, this one's titanium. Very very cool. Well, the ones that I I wasn't looking at the new new ones. I was looking at like I guess the older ones that are available for like five or six thousand bucks. I mean for mm, yeah for when you want to save some of your money to buy precious metals to barter yourself a sexual assault in the <laughs> aftermath of the fallout. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I I, I explain to people what makes the brightling emergency. I think real. I, 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 I'm weird about a lot of Breitling models, but this watch I think is interesting. So tell people about, about what makes it the emergency watch. Well, yeah, this one, this one is the all titanium model with, um, with the bracelet. It's a little bit bigger than the older ones, and okay. um, you know, I'm not sure what it takes to maintain these over time. So uh, that's why I chose a newer one. Uh, I don't know how the how the internal system has to be maintained throughout the age of or the lifespan of the watch um but yeah the, basically the the crown feature of this this watch is the fact that you can uh, unscrew uh, an antenna and deploy um <laughs> an emergency beacon that operates at the um Frequency of one two one point five, which is the uh, it's standard emergency frequency that's monitored by air traffic control and flight service stations, and um, it's the civilian frequency for uh, air distress. Um, that's so, so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, deploying that is kind of kind of a big deal because. Um, you know, as someone who's been in a few like air traffic facilities that has witnessed that happen, uh, when somebody starts broadcasting on that frequency, it's all hands on deck. Wow. Uh, and to pull away a controller from his uh, position um, to kind of focus on this uh, this emergency is a big deal. So you don't want to be unscrewing that unless it's an actual <laughs> emergency. <laughs> so it's not like you send out the frequency and someone in air traffic control gets a ticket and then they open another ticket on JIRA and it goes on someone's combat <laughs> board and it sits there for about two days until a half hour before the deadline. Like it's not like this is more this is like an actual everyone stop what you're doing. This is now our new priority. Like it's a serious fucking deal if you activate that frequency. Yep. Yeah, it's a big deal. And actually I think when you do it, um you have to the only way to kind of reset it is for Brightling, I think, to replace that entire module. Like you have to take it back <laughs> to them. Uh, I don't know. You have to bring them some kind of paperwork too. I don't know if you have to bring them like an NTSB report or something, but um, they need some kind of documentation that shows that this was a legitimate emergency that you deployed this for. But um, well, what if you were works, trapped in like an avalanche and like you have like a gangrenous crushed leg afterwards? Can't your gangrenous crushed leg be proof enough that you were in an emergency? 
I guess, I guess. You know, the thing is, you, you can't you can't talk through the watch either. So I guess I guess in reality, it operates more like an emergency locator, like a beacon. Uh, beacon. Yeah. Um, which which you'd find on an aircraft as well. Um, but yeah, there has to be some kind of report that gets filed when when that happens. So um, I wonder you know. what I wonder what Breitling had to do in order to secure the authorization to do that. Because I can't imagine that everyone can kind of have the capability to produce a product that fires on that frequency, right? Or or no, you can. You know, that's that's a good question. I'm I'm sure I'm sure the um. I'm sure the FAA kind of has some pretty strict uh, rules in place that determine who can and can't manufacture these devices. Uh, and there's probably a select few companies that manufacture these uh, beacons and this kind of radio equipment. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's, yeah, that's a pretty good question and, and definitely impressive that Breitling um, managed to, to secure that. But that's Michael, that's a that's right. a big deal. Well, let, let's <laughs> also watch. let's also be real, real rules and no rules. This is America. I'm sure the check cleared. I'm sure Breitling slid <laughs> a check across the table, and the FAA is like, "You can do, you can do, <laughs> you can you can punch my mother in the mouth if you guys really want to. The check is good." <laughs> maybe, although, maybe. Although I don't Who think knows? Breitling's writing any more checks at the moment. <laughs> no, no, they just got bought out. They just got bought out, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny this is a cool watch i've always been fascinated by this watch because i'm pretty sure so my watch spotting game in the wild is not as strong michael as yours or as strong as some of our other users <clears throat> so um this watch is always fascinating because i'm pretty sure a tv host on i think it's travel channel if you watch uh expedition unknown with josh gates i think he wears this fucking watch so josh gates he's this um he's this television host he's this like you know television personality but he also you know he usually focuses and does shows which um require him to travel to remote locations and things like that so he's gone to himalayas he's gone to parts in africa and he's and, and things like that so like really really remote you know sparsely populated in uh, uh, uh kind of areas like that so and i was watching the show and i'm looking and he's doing something and like he's maneuvering with his wrist and the camera kind of just goes at just the right speed for his hand to move as the camera's moving and i'm like was that a Breitling emergency? Like, is he wearing a Breitling emergency? But it would make sense for someone yeah, like that. I, I, I googled you know? uh, just just a quick image search, and I think um, yeah, I see some photos popping up. I think he has the, the, uh, the, 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 the like it, it looks like it, does it right? Yeah, it looks like it. It's got the big kind of it almost. It looks like a crown, uh, closer to the, the lugs. Yeah, the lugs. Yeah. So that thing is just sticking out. I wonder. I actually wonder how long the antenna is. I don't. Did you, I don't, did you figure that out? I don't know if anyone's ever had the balls to pull it. I, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I can't. At the same time, when someone activates it, I'm sure taking a picture of it for Instagram is not really a priority. You know. <laughs> but um, as soon as soon as I discover the Kruger Millions in my backyard, I'm gonna buy a Bradley Emergency, open it up, take a picture for Instagram, eat the fine, just so we can know how big the antenna is. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm 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 super pumped for the internet points. You know what I'm saying? But that's an interesting watch. I think that's a great it's a great watch to have in like a natural disaster. If you are if you can if you are basically immobile, like if you are actually trapped in an avalanche or if debris falls on you or if you're trapped 
um, you know, uh, 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 like post hurricane in your home and you can't get out. I mean, you can activate that. Like when I first heard about that, I thought it was something like you could only activate it if you were like in a plane and in distress, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's a lot of money. And, and there's, I mean, there are other bits of equipment that you can have on your person. If you're, if you're into preparation and stuff like that, or if you're, I don't know, but what if Part you're of a res- huge, rescue team? What if you're a huge <laughs> Brightling fan? Uh, if you're a huge Bright, I mean, this <laughs> man. If if I'm if I'm reading these prices right, um, fifteen thousand eight hundred twenty-five. That's that's more than a Rolex Daytona. Yes, but a Rolex and Daytona 18... will not save your life. Well, maybe it will. It depends. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> At eighteen eighteen thousand seven hundred forty. That's that's past the Royal Oak territory. Wow. I think the price would be justified if the first three pulls were free. If the first three times you activated the watch, if those were free, <laughs> I feel like it'd be worth it. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't think they are. Don't buy that watch and pull the antenna, guys. Unless you're really like, like, unless like you're actually in an emergency, you know. So, but that's a good one. That was the one that I picked too because it just, it just, it felt very, felt very logical, you know. So I so I stole a watch from you. What, okay, what do you have next? <laughs> it's it's totally fair. So um, did that one? Did hold on. I'm just crossing stuff off my list. I'm trying to keep my shit my shiatsu massage organized. Did the right link. Um, I okay, so I, I'll, I'll talk about my cycle. I like a uh, um, so the idea behind this was also. Not just a watch that, you know, I could rely on in terms of sturdiness, but something that I also felt like could be self-powered. Now, what if you're in a doomsday scenario where a solar-powered watch wouldn't help you? What if there was no sun? Oh, well, Kaz, it lasts for six months. Yeah, what if the sun was gone for six months, guys? All right? What if the sun was just, what if it was just darkness? You know what I mean? We, we, we scorch we scorch the sky like in the Matrix? Yes, the the, the the sky is the sky has been scorched it's gone um you don't have enough or here's the case also what if you do have a quartz watch it has a six month battery but you forgot about it for two months or for four months you know what i mean so i like the idea of a watch that's self kind of powering but doesn't have to necessarily rely on the sun so i started logically looking at the uh, the seiko kinetics seiko kinetic watches and so um, I really, really like the Seiko Kinetic GMT, the SUN065. It's, um, I got a picture of it. I, I can't use my desktop while we record, otherwise, otherwise everything goes oh, wrong. You you took a watch from me. No, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I had a different one. I had the SUN023. You, okay. you picked the Patty edition. Yes. But yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, great yeah. choice. That's so funny, dude. Yes. Um, oh god damn it! Load faster. Okay, yeah. So we're, we're I guess we're even. I feel I feel awful now. I'll I'll send you uh, I'll send you an, uh, edible arrangements. How, how's that? <laughs> Keep it for yourself, man. You're gonna, you're gonna need the food. <laughs> yeah, not fruit. Fruit's gonna spoil, man. You gotta eat like dried lentils or whatever. But yeah, I like the watch a lot. I think, in addition to being a great rugged survival watch, it just looks cool, man. So you could have bought it for fun beforehand because for me so, so the ideal person doesn't prepare to doomsday prepper level status for a disaster the average person prepares a little then in the moment they find what works around them and this is a great example of that in my opinion because you could have bought this watch for the aesthetics 
But in the event of an emergency, you could be like, holy fuck, this watch is going to help me. You know what I mean? This watch mm-hmm. is going to help me, uh, uh, you know, just in terms of helping me figure out, like, how long it took me to walk from here to here, help you judge how much distance you can cover if you're on foot somewhere. You know what I mean? It's also GMT function, so if you have to also, I don't know, track what time it is somewhere else, if you have to get in contact with your son who's Jake Gyllenhaal, or whatever disaster movie is happening, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a really, really cool watch. In addition, obviously, it's a dive watch, so you know you can get it wet. You don't have to worry about... You know, it getting splashed, it getting fucked up. And the Kinetic GMT, you're going to be running for your life, guys. So this thing's going to be charged up. I'm pretty sure you're going to be moving around enough from the wolves that have reclaimed the earth to keep this thing going. Does that sound like? Does that sound logical, Michael? It does. It does sound. It does sound logical. Yeah. So I'm looking. Yeah, at that's the- that's the other reason that that I picked it because um, of the sun issue. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes. I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, like I know in certain situations. Can't volcanoes block out the sun? You should know. You're surrounded by 14 volcanoes or whatever it is. Yeah, they can, actually. Um, and they're really bad for airplanes, too. <laughs> <You have. laughs> Rule of thumb, guys, don't be in an airplane if it's if it's the end of the world. Everything's working <laughs> against you if you're in an airplane and it's the end of the world. You know? Yeah. But it's definitely a cool watch. I like it a lot. And it's just... Um, I'm trying to figure out... What's this button? Is that for the GMT hand? Uh, the button, I think, is to... Um, that tells you your power reserve. So you unscrew oh. that, you hold it down for you hold it down for a little bit, and uh, the seconds hand... Um, I don't know what the range is with the hour markers, but the seconds hand will mm-hmm. kind of move almost like a fuel gauge and give you, um, give you an idea of how much juice you have left that's so fucking cool man that's just yeah. so what god damn it i i did my best to not do like a seiko or or anything like that but like when i said but like when i think when i thought about it i'm like i don't know of any other kinetic powered watches i mean seiko might have shared the the, the technology with orient i mean there is a precedent for that um Orient Solar Watch Technologies from Seiko. I'm fairly certain. I'm doing some detectiving, sleuthing, sleuthinging. Pretty <laughs> sure that's the case. I talk about it in my Christmas Orient uh, review, uh, Orient Christmas Corner review, which will come up soon. Um, but I don't know of any other kinetic powered watches. Do you? Yeah, these. I mean, these are great. I'm I'm a fan of the SUN023, which is mm-hmm. the same watch, but it's the one with the um, the black case. Um, I had a chance to try try it on a couple times in like I think it was like Macy's or something. Um, and the black actually makes the case wear a little bit smaller. The problem okay. is the strap is really long. I feel like it's longer than the one that um that you have on your sumo for some reason. This strap hangs um, mad dong. So if it's longer than this <laughs> strap, that's pretty intense, man. You know. Yeah, yeah, but, but I feel like great, a toddler wearing watches. his dad's watch every time I wear this wear this fucking watch strap. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd feel pretty safe with a uh, kinetic GMT diver during the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. For the I'm, um, I'm looking at this one that uh, I'm looking at the one that you're talking about. Yeah, I could see. I mean, the black case might be more logical if you're trying to hide from looters. The last thing you fucking need is watch 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 flecto giving you away you know what i'm saying just get an orange monster 
They get you with a headshot. <laughs> they see you right away. Guys, I see his orange monster. Blast him. Damn you, watch family making me love the orange monster. <laughs> great watch. Really great watch. Everyone should get one of those watches. <laughs> yeah, that I is, don't know. That's my Seiko. I have one more watch, but I'm interested to see uh, here if you've got any other watches. My last watch is a bit of an interesting one. Okay. Um, I know of a great watch that you already own. Actually, that I already own? It just occurred to me, yes. It's a Japanese watch. It's a Japanese watch, eh? So, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Because um, I'm picking this one uh, for a different reason. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out the exact reference right now, if you will bear with me. Oh, I'm bearing. And it's it's uh, it's another it's another rich guy option. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm not sure of the exact reference. Okay. But uh, it will be the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak <laughs> Chronograph in in gold. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I don't want a gold watch. I don't want a gold watch during a hurricane, dude. You sure? Yeah, what if I fall? It's going to dent and fall apart. Isn't gold, like, super, like, not strong? You know, I'm not really sure. This one this one is actually more of more of a rose gold. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the properties are different. Uh, I don't know what, what happens uh, with rose gold. But my reasoning right. is, you, you know, you have you have a chronograph. It's it's technically a sport watch. The pushers uh, and the crown are all screwed down, so you have your water resistance. Okay. Um, but because of the precious metal, I actually I would choose it because uh, it could also serve as a bit of a bartering. Um, an excellent point. Tool. That's an excellent yeah. point. When all of our paper money is meaningless, the cat holding all the precious metals. He might he might survive, you know. Yeah, I mean you got it, you got it on your wrist, so uh, I don't so, know if you've ever st strapped on a, a gold royal oak onto your wrist. Um, I have. <laughs> it's it's like it's like wearing a dumbbell on your wrist. You you really do feel how heavy that that gold is together with the construction of the um, the royal oak bracelet. There's just something about so it. So what's the it's process? So heavy. There's a, there's a balance we have to strike. So let's say you have to go through a series of events where you had to barter your way out of situations. Obviously, you start with the bracelet, correct? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Or, or would or, or, you are you just like... picturing yourself just giving the whole watch away? Because I would I would I would take the I would take the watch off of the bracelet, which I know is sacrilege, but it's the end of the world, guys. And I would uh -huh. either hang the watch over my neck or if I could put it on a NATO because I don't know how those lugs work. And I would break those links apart and I would use that. I would I would make that gold last as long as I fucking could. That's you know? a really, really good idea. And and you would have a Royal Oak, a gold Royal Oak chronograph on an Amazon NATO strap and, and get every <laughs> get everybody on Reddit really upset. <laughs> You're you know what's you know what's incredible about that? Cause I I would totally believe people would still be on Reddit in the end of the world. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> there would be a, there would be an end of the world subreddit, and uh, everyone would be on there just talking about just you know different families they had killed and stolen things from. And every now and then, every now and then, someone would be like, "Dude, 
I ran to the rose gold AP guy. Oh my god, that's gross. Yeah, that's crazy. How much do they have left? Still had a lot of bracelet left. Still had a lot of that bracelet left, man. But that's well, a good this point. Watch, I'm trying to find the price because I don't I mean, think I've said it yet. I mean, maybe it's best if we don't say the price. <laughs> you sure? You might be able to build your own panic panic room or bomb shelter. So I I wonder how much I wonder how much you can trade for one link. Because the watch, the watch is $54,000. Oh, my fucking Christ. <laughs> well, it, it gets into a difficult situation because you can't try and look at the price of gold now. You have to try and assess what the what, how much gold could take you at the end of the world. You know? Could be a lot, man. Could it be could be. It could be, it could be a lot. Could, I the mean, thing is, if, a link, if a link can give you like a sack of potatoes, you know? I better get more than a sack of potatoes for a gold link, dude. It's gold. It's gold. Potatoes come from the earth like zits, man. It's fucking gold. I better get a fucking potato farm for a link off that goddamn watch. You know? <laughs> and the farmer's daughter. You know? Wow, all for one all for one Royal Oak link. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like gold is like is like 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 angel gossamer. I don't I've no I I don't know how the price of gold works. I just I, you know me neither. I, if there's if there's like a goldologist out there, guys, let us know what's up. All right, a, a goldologist. Someone, Michael, it's logical. Someone that studies the properties of gold or something. I don't know. It's 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 complex. It's a complex um, facet of metallurgy. The goldologist. The, the, co yeah. the coveted goldologist. <laughs> But that's a good one. That's a very, that's also a very, I like the approach taken with choosing that watch because it's also a facet of the end of the world people wouldn't really think of. Because I think there's this romanticized notion that in the apocalypse, it's going to be like all the awesome parts of The Walking Dead where you're just shooting your way at everything. Like you'll just turn, you'll immediately turn into a gun wielding badass. Like you played Dude, The Walking Dead sucks, man. I wouldn't I, want to be in that apocalyptic <laughs> Well, man, I'm sure it sucks now, but I, I feel like when you first started watching the show, it will it, it romantic well a lot of the I mean maybe not the Walking Dead, but a lot of zombie films romanticized the idea of just being able to shoot your way out of a situation. Or to cut or to blow up or something like that. So that's telling me I spent the first thirty years of my life sitting on my fat anus doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> accumulating cholesterol in my ventricles and disgusting veins and just slowly killing myself one Cheeto at a time. But as soon, as soon as the Armageddon drops like a new fucking hot record, I will become a, I will become a badass and just, just be able to fight my way out of everything. That's not how reality works. The reality, Michael, no. is that we'll probably have to try and talk our way or barter our way or give out sexual favors to not get killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I don't have gold. I don't. I don't have a large stockpile of alcohol. I don't have guns. Um, so maybe it will be the sexual favors for me. It's you were gonna have to hand out a lot of hand jobs. That's just what it is. <laughs> that's, that's what they. T that's what they tell you. They tell you to stock up on precious metals, um, liquor, right. and guns. That's that's like a prepper's prepper's dream, I Jesus. suppose. And I, you know, if 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 I was a a well-to-do prepper. Uh, you know, I, I'd I'd consider this Royal Oak as part of my uh, part of my stockpile. It's it's an interesting doomsday investment. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I can maybe I can double wield them, just one for each wrist. 
Just a hundred, hundred grand. Hundred grand worth of get out of blowjobs pre-cards on your wrist. Hey, might be worth it. Might be worth it. This, you don't know how long this apocalypse is going to last. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. Oh man. Yeah, I think we I think, still have. I think we still have time for your other watch. I'm actually excited. I like this watch a lot because um, I discovered this watch in researching this episode. I might actually want to buy this watch. Obviously not now okay. because I'm. What's the phrase? Uh, I'm fucking poor as piss. I think uh, is the technical <laughs> term. I think that's a Chaucer quote from the uh, from the Parliament of Fowls, I believe. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, uh, so this watch, I I kind of learned about as I was researching, and it's. I feel like. It's affordable. It's more affordable in the gray market. So the watch that I, 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 I'm picking, it might not necessarily be logical for like a doomsday thing, but I like the idea of it. So it's the Citizen EcoDrive Satellite Wave specific reference number CC3020-57L. Ooh la la. So this watch, when you first see it, it looks like a dress watch. What is it? it? CC what? CC3020. Dash five seven L. Let's see if I've seen this one. Oh, I haven't seen this one. This this looks cool. It's it's so I there's so let's I'm kind of taking this also from the standpoint of this is something I reappropriated for the doomsday because I bought it in my life before all this happened without the idea of me needing it to survive. So um, for people who don't know, uh, it's two great things that make this watch very special. Eco drive. So it's um it's solar based, so it's powered by the sun, you know, which makes sense. Uh, the other thing is it's the satellite wave. So satellite wave, there are three major companies um in the world that are basically doing um GPS watches. So the idea behind the GPS watch is that it will adjust itself for whatever time zone you're in. I think it's up to forty time zones. You can adjust the watch um, based off of like different capitals around the world. So there's three main companies. They're all Japanese. It's um, Citizens, Casio, and it's Seiko. So uh, for Casio, it's the Edifice slash Oceanus line. For Seiko, it's the, uh, the very, very sexy Seiko Astron. And for Citizen, kind of easily forgotten among the three, it is the Satellite Wave. So I like it because I can feel like I will always be able to accurately rely on the time because it's based off the satellites, which I think, Michael, you'd know better than I would, wouldn't be affected by the apocalypse. They're in space. The watcher, um, the watcher in the Marvel universe is not affected by any of the bullshit that we do. So I, <laughs> it stands to reason maybe the satellites would be okay. Would so if 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 infrastructure and technology resources failed here, are those satellites? Do they have like a self-propelling like life supply, or would those die along with civilization? And is this actually a bad Armageddon watch? No, I I think. I think it's safe to say that the GPS constellation of satellites have built in a kind of self-sustaining okay. uh, technology. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they, they've, they were put up there with that in mind. Um, so I think you're good. Sweet. I, I, I like the watch. So it's, it's got that going for it. It's also a perpetual calendar, which is very, very cool. It's um, oh. rated for, it's rated for a hundred uh, meter, hundred meter water depth. You know what I mean? Um, but what I like about it also, it's very sexy. It's very vintagely inclined and it has a very beautiful bracelet. 
Um, it's it's one of those things I could have totally have seen myself purchasing because it was a nice watch, it was cool, and I wore it for nice events. And then if shit went down and it was the apocalypse, if I had that watch on my wrist in an emergency situation and I was like stuck out somewhere and I had to like fend for myself, I feel like I could be able to rely on it. You know what I mean? Maybe there's not. Something, hmm? There's something very Vacheron overseas about it. Have you seen those watches? Oh, that's, that's actually that's actually an interesting way of saying it. Yes, I could totally see that the, in the in the in like the lug styling, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very cool watch. I I I only learned about it recently in researching this, and it's I I, I would actually love to own that watch because I have always wanted to own um, a GPS watch. I love the idea of that. Something that would kind of adjust to the time zones. I mean, not that I'm a fucking jet setter, but I, you know, I think the idea is cool. You know, yeah. And this uh, one, this one looks really cool because I, I feel like some of the other satellite wave watches that Citizen makes, um, are really big. Yeah, and this one doesn't look that big. Um, it's forty four millimeters. Uh, so it's still pretty big. It is. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Guess. It is big, but it's still. Um, it's still taking an aesthetic perspective of wanting to not look like this giant thing on your wrist. It is right. big just probably for practical reasons, but it doesn't want to look like a Transformers hemorrhoid. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Um, so I, I I like the watch a lot. So the watch I think normally retails for like a like thousand bucks, but I've seen it on gray market just in my research for like Four to five hundred bucks. I think it's on Joma Shop right now for five hundred bucks. I feel really? like for I feel like for a satellite watch, that's awesome. That's super cool. For a satellite watch, you could also just use as like an everyday watch. It's it I, it dresses very well. Yeah. That's the nice. that's my one sort of interesting wild card because, like I said, I think my not my ideal scenario, but the realistic scenario of the end of the world is I wasn't ready for it, and so whatever I have on me. That's what I have to use. You know what I'm saying? That's why I I, I keep wanting to get into like I, I want I want like a multi tool or like a super like simple like 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 fold knife. Just something. I just I don't know. I uh, that I could be I could be compensating for the my 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 my, my you know my sexual impotence. I mean it could be anything. I don't know why, but I just there's just this weird drive recently to just like want like a knife. I don't know. Becky has a knife. My fiance has a knife. It's designed to like cut seatbelts and break glass underwater if she drives off a bridge because she's drunk or whatever. She should not drive drunk. Please don't think she drives drunk. But like she <laughs> she she carries a knife. You know what I mean? I've so been, I've been looking at the um the Leatherman Wave because I feel I feel okay. like I've been sharing these thoughts with you, which okay. is pretty funny. <laughs> well, you you still have that Benchmade Griptilian. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good knife. Um, could use a sharpening. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. Um. But it's very, it's very like tactical, um, <laughs> and it is, you know, it is quite, you know, even though I got the mini, it is, it still looks kind of, kind of scary to some people. Okay. Um, well, it's a knife. Yeah, I usually not a cake baster. <laughs> I usually uh, carry the, um, you know, if I'm going to like an office setting or something, I do the, um, the little Victorinox Cadet. Those are like tiny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just slim but uh yeah it, that, that that world of like knife collecting can can kind of cross watch collecting a lot of times and i think you're gonna get some suggestions from our listeners now yeah i mean i'd be i mean <laughs> right now 
I know I'd, I'd be super open to it. The thing is, I just don't know. I, it's so it's very similar to when I first started looking at watches. I don't know what an appropriate amount of money is to spend. So in watches, for the first time watch, I would say to anyone, it's it's really relevant and contingent upon what you're comfortable with. But if you put a gun to my head, I would say anything from forty to two hundred bucks is a great price point for your first watch. You know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. feel like that would be the same for the for a knife? Um, I mean, you can get a great Leatherman, I think, for around eighty to ninety dollars, oh, which I, I think a lot of them cost like way more. Okay. You know? Um. Yeah. But then again, if... I don't, I don't know much about the brand. <laughs> so my dad, my dad actually has a little collection of them, oh, cool. which is funny. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So watch fam, if you have any suggestions, um, as this is, I feel like pertinent to the Hurricane Irma Doomsday episode. Um, for just watches, like, or not watches, there you go. Um, uh, that's my horological, biological imperative kicking in. Uh, if you have any suggestions for, like, like intro knives, just, like, I just, like, I'm just something super, super simple, something I, I don't necessarily feel like would have to be an encumbrance if I wanted to carry it on me every day. Um, I'm super open to that. I mean, um, also doesn't break the bank. I mean, something that, like, like Michael was saying, something that totally works for an office, uh, office setting. <clears throat> I think that would just be, I would super appreciate that. So, man, a lot of watches so we, came up that I didn't that I didn't expect. You know, we talked we talked watches, we talked knives a little bit. There is there is one weapon, true dedicated weapon that I would want for the apocalypse. Okay, what is that? Okay, it's the Zorg ZF one. <laughs> From the fifth element. You remember that say, gun? I was going to say, the second you said Zorg in my brain, I'm like, no. <laughs> Gary Oldman, no. <laughs> not a gun guy, but I'd want that gun during Dude, the Dude, I'm not a gun guy, but I am a fifth element guy. I would love this. <laughs> I would love that gun. That's incredible. Shoots fire, ice, nets, exploding darts. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot the bullet once and then it, all of the other bullets follow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Recall, like bullet, <laughs> like ballistic recall, or whatever the fuck you call. It. I have no idea. I think I, you know what, man, you duct tape a Seiko to that. That might be the ultimate survivor tool. I think that might be like the <laughs> little. If you duct tape a Seiko and a Slim Jim to one of those fucking things, I think you're set. I think that's all you need. Well, not as well. I mean, you you wanted a Slim Jim. Um, is this like a <laughs> vegan equivalent for like survival food? They're they're pro. Well, I mean, you know, a great deal of of what you you stockpile is. You know, counts as, it's it counts as vegan. Like, you know, lentils, beans, and stuff like that. A lot. It's that's the easiest stuff to kind of store with uh, with the greatest amount of shelf life, if you think about it. So yeah, makes sense. I don't know makes about it. Slim Jim, so I, I, you got me beat there. I, I don't know if there's a vegan Slim Jim. <laughs> that's a good question. Someone someone hasn't made one out of like fruit leather and eggplants yet. I don't know. <laughs> that's fruit <what> leather. <laughs> I'm gonna start a watch strap company. We make it all out of fruit leather. Dude, fruit leather is a thing. Fruit leather is totally a thing. It's like it's like a healthy version of a fruit roll-up. Becky's obsessed with them. I don't know what kind of weird child that she had, but like she ate those and they're they're mildly disgusting, but with like <laughs> like like a blowjobby aftertaste of kind of fruit. It's kind of fruity, but it's mainly disgusting. You know? That sounds disgusting. Thank you. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't... She loves them. I don't know where she went wrong in her childhood, but she loves them. So fruit leather's a thing, man. I don't know. I don't know what it's actually... I think I think it's like a brand name for it. I think it might be like Fresh Hell or something like that, but it's not... 
Uh, well, maybe, maybe it's called further there. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I no, didn't that's... even I didn't even know that was a thing. Thank you. <laughs> you you are welcome. You are super welcome, <laughs> man. But yeah, I think it's time to start rounding down because um, I my phone is getting blasted with text messages from my dad, and um, my I'm still at the point where even though I'm a grown man on paper, um, I am still very afraid of dad mad. <laughs> But dad mad is not just sequestered to one's biological father. Anyone that's older than someone else can feel dad mad. You know what I mean? What What yeah. are you doing? I don't know, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Dad mad is real. Dad mad will take you back to like second grade to who broke this lamp. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I should probably get back to my uh, my dad my dad mad dad text messages. But yeah, so let's do. Uh, uh, did, I mean, do you think? Do you think we did a good job? I, I, I think I would love to hear. I know there's watches we didn't talk about. I know there's brands out there that are probably equally as awesome than the ones that we talked about for Doomsday for Hurricane watches. So I think this is one of those really interesting and really awesome opportunities to hear from you guys. You know what I mean? Just your thoughts on the watches we talked about. Your thoughts on watches that also make the list. I would love to hear everyone's opinion. Like, like Michael, what do you say? Like, 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 how, like, how does that sound to you? I agree. I agree. And if you yeah. guys are in the affected areas <clears throat> of any of the any of these <laughs> kind of events happening, stay safe. Our thoughts are with you. Yeah, and, stay uh, safe, guys. Let us know what watches you'd wear <laughs> if you can. Let, let us know what watches you wore during the hurricane. We can we can start like a like a hashtag Hurricane Irma watch group after all of this. Where we just post pictures of the watches we wore during the hurricane. Also to yeah. note, if you are in the Kissimmee area, the Kissimmee Celebration area where I am, um, do look up the evacuation uh, 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 shelters. There are local shelters. There are a bunch around here. If you're near or in Celebration like I am, Celebration High School is one in a pinch as well. Really in a pinch. I wouldn't recommend just doing this casually. You can try to weather out the storm on Disney property because a lot of those resorts are basically storm shelters and all the cast members are trained um, to deal with certain levels of this type of emergency response. So if you are in the Orlando area and you're potentially vacationing or if you live here and it's a pinch and you got to get the fuck out, definitely try um, to have, you know, local shelters already figured out. Usually it's a school. Usually it's going to be like a school gymnasium near you. But if it's a pinch, you can try Disney property. <laughs> Yeah. So, because those motherfuckers are going to have power. All right. Hmm. No matter what happens. Um, but yeah, so so that was it. I mean, right, at, by the time you're listening to this, I'm probably in the middle of the hurricane right now or it just passed me. Really appreciate all the well wishes and it's just super thoughtful to know that everyone, I mean, not just likes the show, but cares about Michael and I, because they've been asking, because 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 everyone you know everyone knows Michael, you have family in Miami still asking both of us, you know, if we are okay. Like that's just extending beyond liking a podcast where dudes talk about dicks and watches and things like that. That's just like okay, like these dudes, these dudes are my friends, and that type of level of thoughtful kind of friendship, we feel it, and you know, it, it look forward to one day extending it back your way just 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 showing the love back and just be you know one day i'll find i'll find a way find a way to return yeah. the, the the care and attention you know what i'm saying michael thanks guys thanks guys you guys are the best so recap <clears throat> uh bu -bu -bu. i guess that technically was the recap i got i got all charged up for nothing um so oh, no, no, no. so three thousand followers who've got something we have three thousand followers on instagram we did it awesome 
honoring Two Broke Watch Knobs tradition. Every time you make a 1,000 followers, I'm going to regret this in the future. I'm sure we do a watch giveaway. This one is no different. The Two Broke Watch Knobs 3,000 follower giveaway, it's coming to you guys soon. We're not giving away a Seiko. We're not giving away an Orient. We're giving away something that's smaller than 40 millimeters. It's going to be really, really cool. It's also coming with additional accessories. So it's going to be a watch and some accessories. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, what else? Uh, thank you so much for everyone who's, who's already jumped onto the Rivka Watch Project with me. So that means that means so much. I'll have more to talk about that later so far. There's 15 people. 15 people are locked in at the $234 early pre-order price. I'm thinking of capping it at 20 or 30 just to keep it logistically reasonable for me to have the ability to give everyone enough care and attention that I need to give to make their watches come to life, but I'm still, I don't know, I'm still kind of up in the air, but but if you're interested in joining the Rifka Watch product project, email me, Rifka, uh, let me see here, rifkawatches.contact at gmail.com, or you can just email us at two world watch knobs. People have trouble remembering Rifka watches, and I do too, just a second ago, so I get it. You email us at two world watch knobs, so that's uh, tbws.contact at gmail.com. Um, email us your thoughts about uh, today's show. Look forward to the show graphic. I really apologize about the show graphic for episode 46 last week being super late. Um, things have been a little crazy here with me getting ready in the hurricane, so uh, our bad. Our bad. Um, but as long as the hurricane doesn't kill me, we're going to get back on track. Michael, am I missing <laughs> anything? No, I think that's it. Look forward to the secret podcast hosted by EA8 and, and PS Dance. <laughs> You're not going to know when it's coming up. It could be today. It could, well, it's not today, obviously, but it could be tomorrow or next year or years. Who knows, man? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> stay safe, but, dude. Stay, um, yeah, I'm going to stay safe. You stay safe with all that fucking wildfire, North Korea, nuclear missile garbage, man. We should just, we should literally just live on a compound in Oklahoma. No, they have tornadoes. Where can we go that's safe, Michael? Montana? They hate minorities. No, yeah, no, not, no. I mean, not, I mean, I mean, maybe they don't. That might just be a gross generalization, which is not fair of me to make. So I apologize for that. Um, I don't know where we can go. Maybe we can go to Montana. Is Montana fun? Have you been there? I have. It's not fun. Okay, but... there. That settles that. Um, <laughs> is it time? It's time. <laughs> it's time. I gotta call my dad. <laughs> you start All up right, guys. <laughs> My name is Mike. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Kaz. Thanks for listening. Two Broke Watch Knobs. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.